0: Hi, and welcome to Be the Flagship with our podcast host, Jeff Parsons. This is where we tackle the day-to-day talent management challenges you face, particularly in hospice and small healthcare organizations. And now, over to our host. Take it away, Jeff.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining my podcast, Be the Flagship. This is episode five, and it's called Where Purpose and Performance Meet. And I have some exciting news. I actually have guest speakers today. Woo-hoo! And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce the guest speakers. It's actually a husband and wife team. So Brenda Lee Smith is joining us today. And Brenda Lee has a diverse nursing background with a specialty in mental health care. She is also certified senior advisor, certified dementia practitioner, and certified Alzheimer's disease and dementia care trainer. After a family illness necessitated her parish relocation, she purchased an Oasis Senior Advisor franchise, hoping to bridge the care gap for other families in similar circumstances. She takes a holistic approach when helping clients. She often brings in other professionals as necessary to provide the best outcome for the client and their family. And the best part is that she is able to offer these services absolutely free to the client brenda lee has owned oasis senior advisors coastal san diego since 2018 so thank you for joining us today brenda and welcome
2: thank you very much
1: and now i'd like to introduce brenda lee's other half jeff smith Jeff is an accountant and business consultant with a deep background dealing with corporate strategy, operational planning, and connecting individual performance to corporate objectives. Jeff has employed a common sense approach to business process improvement in companies in several countries. After over 30 years in the corporate world, Jeff recently started his business consulting company called Dynamic Business Strategy. Well, thank you, Jeff, for joining us, and welcome.
3: Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Great. Uh, so, again, the the topic today is where purpose and performance meet. So uh, we, we will talk about exactly what that means, but it will focus on, you know, is it okay uh, to have a profit objective, even if you're a non-for-profit? So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also talk about profit maximization, uh, and and that it's not only from increased revenue. So we'll spend time on that as well. But what I'd like to do now is just get to the questions. So, uh, Brenda Lee, you are a nurse. So tell us about your journey to owning a business and why did you select the senior service industry?
2: Well, well, Jeff, we started very briefly in the introduction talking about how, you know, my parents are aging themselves and went through a relocation and the challenges, some healthcare challenges. Uh, that happened around the same time that we moved to San Diego in 2015. We took some time. Um, we'd moved here because you know we have a son here and we had family so it brought us to San Diego and we were trying to I was trying to figure out what I was going to be doing and around that time my parents had their health challenges and it really brought my attention to the senior care industry and how it can be so difficult to navigate the various aspects of service and often it's 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 that they just don't know what's out there or what's even available. So it's not a case of we don't want it. It's a case of a lack of knowledge about what it is. And so um, we found Oasis Senior Advisors because it allowed me to navigate the idea of I'm owning a business. I need to be able to... um, to earn a living to support myself but also the healthcare nursing side of me that wanted to make a difference in people's lives and to give to give back in a sense to have a bigger purpose. And I was looking for a way to be able to do that where my senior clients did not need to be dipping into their pockets while I was providing service to them. So it 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 meets the needs of both.
1: Interesting. Uh, and you're you have the opportunity to do good in the world. So, Jeff, uh, did you invest in this in, in Brenda Lee's business? I, I certainly did. Yes. So, how did you get on board with the investment?
3: So, I. Uh... It, it was an interesting process, and one of the things that I uh, recognized early on is that uh, many of the people in the service industry, uh, especially in the senior services industry, uh, are um, very purpose-driven, and the financials come second. And so when it came to diligence, it was very difficult to uh, to understand the actual profitability of the business, because we would ask questions like, you know, how long did it take for you to become profitable? And people would, uh, uh not have a good answer for that. Uh, we asked them about ROI and, and, uh, about, uh, the, the key financial pieces of information and that just wasn't a focus for them. But what what came about loud and clear in the in the discussions was their focus on caring for the individual. So, I had to put together my own pro forma uh, financial statements to uh, uh, understand the investment and the potential return. Uh, of course, a a pro forma is inaccurate at best, so it was just a guess at uh, how the business was going to operate. Uh, we looked at it and in determined that that it would be a good investment, uh, but that we had to understand that uh, our, our mantra had to be to do the right thing and the money will follow.
1: Interesting. Uh, well, Brenda Lee, I know it was very helpful to happen to have your husband who's a, a finance guy, right, when you're starting a new business. <laughs>
2: oh, I think it was invaluable. I would have had no idea what I was doing. Um, I would have gone out and Help people, but I likely wouldn't ever get collected on anything.
1: So, Jeff, let's talk about purpose and performance. So, what does that mean, and why is that important?
3: So, so there's two aspects to uh, having a purpose. What is individual purpose? Uh, organizations, leader, uh, leaders have their individual purpose. Why they do what they do? What what gets the motive? That in the morning, and, and it's important to understand uh, in your organization uh, uh, whether your purpose aligns with the purpose of the entity. Um, I was reading a, a Harvard Business School uh, paper the other day about. Um, about purpose in leadership. And, and they found that fewer than 20% of leaders have a strong sense of their own individual purpose and that even fewer can articulate that. And, and that creates an issue in that uh, if you don't have a clear understanding of your own purpose uh, for uh, uh, what you do and how you lead, that it's hard to translate that into action, and so it can cause confusion uh, amongst the organization that you're leading. Um, understanding your individual purpose can help clarify that and to help correct, uh, help you in the the correct organization, and it will uh, dictate how you lead within the organization.
1: Um, so let's talk about the organizational purpose. You talked about the individual purpose, but what about the organizational purpose?
3: So the organization's purpose should really dictate um, their their policies, their procedures, and their their performance goals. Um, it's really the the why question of why does your business exist and, and what do you hope to accomplish other than making a profit? And so. Uh, uh, for for example, uh, if you have a uh, overriding uh, goal of are your customers delighted to do business with you? And yet, your warranty is exceedingly stingy, then uh, that your your purpose and your practice are not going to be aligned. that will will create tension within the the organization. So uh, a company's purpose can only translate into performance if it can be articulated and disseminated throughout the organization. Um, Some of the best purpose-driven companies tell stories to illustrate how their purpose translates into action.
1: Got it. Um, So, Jeff, here's a million-dollar question. Is it okay to have a purely performance-driven objective? And I'm assuming when you mention uh, performance-driven objective, you're referring to profit, correct? So is it okay to have a purely performance-driven objective?
3: It is. Um, And I've worked for companies whose uh, performance objective is uh, entirely financial. That one uh, one company that I worked for had a stated goal that was in their annual, uh, uh, their 10K every year was to profitably double their the size of their business every three to five years, and that manifested itself in uh, the way that they did business. But the interesting thing is is that the CEO of that business was also very, very customer-focused. And he he ended every uh, monthly performance review with the business units by asking, are your customers delighted to do business with you? So on the one hand, he was an entirely profit-driven but he recognized that the only way to be truly profit-driven is to ensure that the the customer was delighted to do business with us. Now, there is a caveat there. Um, In the the service industry, which we are members of, um, you can be profit-driven, entirely profit-driven, but uh, people will pick up on it. And uh, so your, your focus sh- shouldn't be entirely on the profits. It should be on I don't know, uh, a customer service mentality because uh, people pick up on, on the, the idea that you truly care for them and for uh, providing a solution for them.
1: Got it. But what about nonprofit organizations, Jeff? I, I know that in some, you know, profit seems to be a four-letter word. So, uh, uh, you know, does this apply to nonprofit organizations?
3: So I was counting the letters, and it's five.
1: Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jeff.
3: Um, So, yes, absolutely true that profit can be a dirty word in some industries and and, uh, nonprofits, for sure. But uh, it it is entirely acceptable to have a performance objective within a uh, nonprofit organization. Uh, the organization is responsible to its stakeholders, and, and one of those key stakeholders is those that fund the business, or, or the organization, sorry. And um, it, it requires um, stewardship of the funds. Um, a purpose, focus will help to uh, drive that organization to be the best that it can be. Um, I, I think of, of organizations such as uh, the Alzheimer's Association, that they have stated goals and they, they operate to those, those goals. And it, uh, being both efficient and effective is key to having a greater impact in their operation.
1: Okay. Thanks for that, Jeff. Brenda Lee. How do you balance your desire to make a difference with the desire, obviously, to make a profit?
2: I I like that question because it's definitely something I have struggled with to be able to be good with the idea that I need to make an income while serving my clients. And I think the initial um, kind of mantra that we have for the company that Jeff mentioned, which is do the right thing and the money will follow, has really served us well. Because really, what we're looking at is that if I want to be able to provide service and resources and be available to as many people as possible, I need to be able to broaden my reach and get and, and have access to them. And the best way to do that is for me to be able to pay pay my company so that I have enough have the resources to make that access. You know, I'm not I'm not in this with the goal of having you know a dozen employees. But for sure, having a couple of employees that are out there with the same goals, the same value system, and the same drive towards our objectives allows us to have a much broader reach um, and to access a lot more people. In addition, one of the things that we said from the outset is that we would Because every senior or every individual that calls us for resources becomes our client. We do not have the perspective of, oh, we don't do that and you go somewhere else, but that we help you to find the resources you need. This means that 70% of the clients that we serve do not actually place and there is not a profit from them in a financial sense. However, that mantra of doing the right thing, helping them to find their resources, that bigger purpose in being met with them, in addition to the 30% that are uh, providing uh, the financial means for us to continue the business.
1: Thank you. Um, Jeff, how about you? How do you balance profit with purpose?
3: So... Uh, I, I recently read uh, the book Working Backward, uh, which describes uh, Amazon's uh, uh, view of how uh, being aligned with the customer is good for the long-term success of the company. It's it's easy to um, think badly about Amazon because they're such a behemoth, but they got there by having a very unique customer focus. And uh, I, I really like the approach because they said, uh, they, they state that uh, you can only be long-term profitable if you are obsessed with the customer. And, and that to me is, is really important. And, and so having a clear vision of what your purpose is, is, is very important. Being able to articulate it and then ensuring that um, your business decisions align with that purpose. So, do your services that you provide align with your stated uh, purpose of of being? Do your processes align with that? And then, are you operating efficiently? Um, We stated earlier on in the conversation that... uh, um, that there's more than one lever to profitability. Increasing revenue is one of those levers. Uh, but uh, uh, decreasing expenses and operational efficiency are also levers towards um, uh, increased profitability. And so if you can align your your, your uh, processes and your policies with your purpose, then you can uh, create efficiencies that will allow you to uh, ultimately become more profitable.
1: Got it. You know, the interesting thing, Jeff and, and Brenda Lee, is that you can take the example you provided uh, at Amazon, and I can see where it's definitely something you can apply even to the smallest of healthcare organizations. Would you agree?
3: Yes, absolutely. How about you,
1: Brenda? Uh, uh,
2: Jeff, I was also going to mention you know, we were talking of some of the 7, 8% of my clients that um, don't place and would be the instinct would be to say they're not my clients. But if we spend the time to do the assessments and to provide the resources, um, then we're also pro- increasing our network and giving them a, a support network. And that in and of itself also increases my, our reach because other resources like the hospice companies or the home care companies, are then providing services to that client. It becomes mutually beneficial. Um, And then one of the impacts has been that over time, um, we have developed a very high number of clients with very high care needs. And it's not that we are saying, oh, we only want to serve these clients. But because of the model that is set up, these are often the clients that are being referred by physicians or um, other resources. Uh, and that in and of itself provides increased revenue for the company as well. Even though that's not necessarily the direct uh, thing that we we're working towards, it's kind of a it's like a a result of the work that we're doing, but not that we're only wanting work with those clients. It helps to build the brand.
1: I understand. That's an exceptional point, Brenda Lee. Thanks for that. We're coming to the close of the podcast right now, but before we close, Brenda Lee, Jeff, anything else you'd like to add?
2: Um, I think I just did. It. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <Jess. laughs>
1: okay. Well, I'd like to thank you both for joining me today. Uh, if you'd like to contact Brenda Lee, uh, Brenda Lee, would you like to provide your contact information?
2: For sure. it's So, it's Oasis Senior Advisors, Coastal San Diego. And my email address is bsmith at youroasisadvisor.com.
1: Okay. Thank you, Brindley. How about you, Jeff?
2: Okay. So, it,
3: my business uh, name is Dynamic Business Strategy. And my email address is a bit of a load. It's Jeff Smith g-e-o-f-f dot s-m-i-t-h at dynamic strategy l-l-c dot com.
1: Okay. Thank you so much, Jeff and Brenda Lee, for joining me today. You know, the purpose of this podcast is to provoke thought and create thought leadership among professionals in the hospice and small healthcare space. And you've both Contributed to that today, and I really appreciate you. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank
3: hey, hey, you, Jeff. Uh,
1: so, if you'd like to contact Brenda Lee, uh, let me provide Brenda Lee's contact information for you right now. It's B, as in Brenda, capital B, and then Smith with a capital S. So, B, capital B, capital S, and then M I T H, B Smith at YourOasisAdvisor.com again B Smith at YourOasisAdvisor.com. So, should you have any questions about what she does and how she works with providers, that's B Smith at YourOasisAdvisor.com. If you'd like to contact Jeff, uh, then you can do so by. Jeff.Smith, and that's Jeff with a G. So that's G E O F F. Jeff.Smith at Dynamic Strategy LLC.com. That's Jeff.Smith at Dynamic Again, thank you so much. And I, you, all, you always have an open invitation to join us. Okay. Well, I haven't forgotten about Jeff's moment of comedy, (laughs) but so we'll get to that. But first, a brief commercial, and then we'll close with uh, a laugh. How about that?
0: Are you struggling with a sales and marketing team that is out of alignment and is falling short in meeting your organizational objectives? We can help. Flagship Talent Solutions will work with your sales manager and the sales team through a coaching approach to ensure goal alignment and sales success. To learn more, contact Jeff Parsons by email at jeff at flagshiptalent.com or by phone at 1-800-530-4189, extension 101.
1: Okay, ready for a laugh? So this is a joke for nurses. So if you're a nurse out there, you'll get it. So this is uh, a discussion between two patients. So patient number one was talking to patient number two and said, why did you run away from the operation table? Patient two said, well, the nurse was repeatedly saying, don't get nervous, don't be afraid, be strong, this is a small operation only, things like that. Patient one said, so what's wrong in that? Why were you so afraid? Patient two said, she was talking to the surgeon.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Be the Flagship with Jeff Parsons. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did like it, please subscribe and share with others. Until next time, take the step to become the flagship in your marketplace.